0: i said i wanted to talk to you yeah you did
1: you said you wanted to talk to me
0: i don't talk to you off air
1: i know we don't talk before the people might not know that but we uh we get the studio all set up and then we don't talk to each other because we we want it to seem like we're actually talking to each other
0: yeah we don't want that canned vibe where you know it it feels like it's all set up and everything you're wearing a hat tonight look at you what
1: do you think of this what do you think of this lid huh
0: for those uh not watching matthew's got
1: a really swanky straw is it a straw hat uh it's uh it's uh raphia or what is it called it's uh well you bought the hat i don't know i didn't buy it this was a birthday present from our father yeah? yeah wow that's really nice because now that I have no hair on the top of my head and I live in Southern California, I need to wear a hat all the time. And I've been wearing just baseball hats.
0: Brother, you don't have hair on the sides of your head. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't either. I'll hey, show you. you I've brother. done, I've oh, done uh, full, full Shavo head time.
1: Ah, it's nice, yeah. isn't it?
0: I do like it. I get to a point where, you know, there's like... I have about a week's window where my hair looks okay, yeah. growing out, but only for a week, maybe less. And uh, and I miss that window, and it's a disaster. And it's it's just too much effort to to deal with something that's just not even there. It's a There's fantasy. There. Yeah. yeah, it is a fantasy. Um, it yeah, it's very sad.
1: How well, are you doing? Aside I'm, from the I'm hair, good.
0: aside from my hair loss, which is a constant sorrow. Which I bear. Um, I'm. I'm very. I'm very good. I'm yeah. Fine. Yeah.
1: I'm fine. So you seemed like excited to talk. to you. You're like, I want to talk to you. I want to talk to you. So anything in particular, or you just wanted the freedom? No, to I wanted to talk to talk.
0: somebody. I wanted to have a conversation. <laughs> I've been alone in here for for a long time.
1: Oh, I know the feeling. I know the for sitting at the desk getting work done.
0: Yeah. I'm. I'm yeah. doing. I'm. I'm multitasking. I'm also trying to, just trying to crack a, 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 the narrative of a new screenplay. Uh, and so I'm in that zone too, where um, I'm a little distracted and constantly thinking about that somewhere in the back of my head, and wandering and pacing around my apartment alone a lot. With the cats, it's it seems like I'm alone, even <laughs> with them.
1: <laughs> they're not a lot, not a lot of conversation going on.
0: Uh, they uh they are they're great. They're actually very very helpful, but uh, they're they're older cats and they sleep a lot, so. Well, I want
1: to I want to get some sad news out of the way. Um, uh, I was uh, before the show. I was talking to Ed Jewett. Yeah, that's it. I just had to get
0: the sad part. Oh out God, of I, that's <laughs> uh, that's not sad news. How how is Ed?
1: And no, what was the sad, sad news? I'm not talking to Ed? You know, he's sad sometimes. No, he knows. We we tease him. We tease our friend, Ed. I was hoping he was going to stay up and listen. He was talking about how he was tired. I said, you might want to stay up and listen, because I'm going to tell Tony that you and I were talking.
0: That you had a sad conversation.
1: That I had a sad conversation. (laughs) with No. I love love our friend, Ed. Um, What did Ed say that was sad? No, he didn't say anything that's sad. We just always tease. We always tease. He's actually, but I mean, he's you, great.
0: this started with you saying I have bad news, and now you're just, yeah, just talking him. to Ed.
1: I was, uh, I'm teasing, I'm teasing Ed right now, and okay. he can't tease back. He's gonna listen to this. I,
0: I understand. And no, I, I'm, I misinterpreted. Good. I thought you
1: actually did have some actual news that you was you actually sad. have some sad news uh, okay. that Paul Herman passed away yesterday. Um, for those of you who don't. Uh, know him by name if you google him or imdb him you will know him when you when you see his face he was one of uh those guys uh and was in uh goodfellas in the irishman uh had 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 minor roles in a lot of a lot of those movies with with the guys like de niro and pesci he was friends with them and uh I had a personal con- personal connection with him because back when I was in law school and not really wanting to be there, I spent all of my social time with my actor friends and spent uh, probably more time at a bar than I should have, uh, a bar called Columbus, where Paulie uh, actually worked there at the time. This was before he had started getting a lot of acting work. And he he worked the door he was sort of the maitre d major domo of columbus which was a place that a lot of actors hung out and he was always um he was very kind to me um so uh and and a real character uh so yeah i had a warm spot in my heart for him and and uh i'm sad to know that when i'm in new york i won't he was the kind of guy you would bump into sometimes?
0: You know. Well, he was New York. I mean, he really yeah. was. You know. Yeah. I mean, and you'd
1: bump into him, and you'd have a cup of coffee, or drink, you know, hey, Matty, how you doing? You know, and and uh, it, it's it's kind of it's one of those passings that feels like the end of an era. To have him gone.
0: Yeah, it really is. It really is. I mean, uh, he's been uh, kind of a New York classic for what for decades, literally.
1: Yeah. Uh, Yeah. You can only hope that they'll talk about you or me that way when we're gone. Oh God. It's like the end of an era.
0: Well, they'll talk, but they may not be saying (laughs) nice things. Who knows?
1: Yeah. Who knows?
0: Um, Um, Well, that is sad. I'm sorry that uh, you, for your loss. Um, And uh, any other news from your, uh, you look very tropical. You look like you're about to go uh, look at your crop. I am, um, like, you <laughs> know, with my crop, yeah, roast. So well, I'm I'm trying to cu- cultivate
1: means. an image. I I want to be the the Juan Valdez of booze,
0: the most interesting man yeah. in booze. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, uh, right. I
0: I uh, I like it a lot. Um, I do
1: have something funny to tell you. Maybe funny. You you may laugh at this. I uh, you know we we always talk at the beginning of the show about stuff we've been watching, right. And uh, I have been watching The Outer Limits with a friend of mine. And tonight, after the show, after you and I are done, he's coming over and we will watch. Oh, somebody. We have a comment here from somebody. Oh, mom says she loves the hat. Thank you, oh, mom. Cool. Yeah, I I thought I'll she might comment. There. Yeah. There. Right. Nice. Thank you, mom. Thank you very much. Um, Yeah, I'm getting used to it. Uh, it's a, I feel like I have to grow into it. I have to own it. I think you need um, to wear something other than a hoodie with it, though. Oh, yeah, probably.
0: Like a yeah. vest or like, or well, something, you know,
1: like. Well, uh, even just this, just a shirt like that. That. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. The hoodie yeah. is a bit distracting from it's the
1: vibe. A, this is not a hoodie. <laughs> no, not really. Like, I'll take off my hoodie. Um, there you go. Hold on. I can't get it off. I'm <laughs> stuck. <Stop. laughs> Somebody call the police. Oh, Man, if you shit. can't get his shirt off. I can't get my there. Is that better? There, I I think that's
0: that's more suitable. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um,
1: so tonight I'll be watching an episode of the outer limits that, um, it's the one with David McCallum and this is the episode of the outer limits that freaked me out out when i was a little kid completely freaked me out and so i'm a little nervous about seeing it
0: which one which one did he do do you remember what's about
1: yeah i remember it's about a scientist who who creates some sort of machine that that speeds up his evolution so that he'll evolve into like what humans will be later and and at first his his forehead starts to get a little bigger and his head you know his hair goes back so he a turns bit. into a gray kind of and like an by alien. the end of it he's got the huge head that those people on that episode of star trek had the immense head and and they they don't have any connection with humans anymore we we start to look like ants to him because he's a, he, a drag at the barbecue yeah, yeah yeah but it freaked me out when i was a little kid but in the same vein have you seen a series i think it's a netflix show midnight mass
0: no i've heard of it maddie with is a, later i believe maddie uh is a, is a fan of that show i have not seen it yet
1: well i decided to give it a try and i i watched an episode and i thought this is really good i really enjoyed it and i went to bed and the next night i was like okay i'm getting ready for bed i'm gonna watch another episode and i got about 40 minutes into that episode and I went, oh okay turning it off not watching this a lot freaked out
0: yeah Oh, excellent. alone
1: in my apartment nice lost. and i said you are a grown ass man you're 62 years old and you can't even finish this episode of a television show because you're too freaked
0: out. Well, that means you may not, you may just be a grown man and not a grown ass man. Then
1: <laughs> maybe not a grown ass man.
0: Um, I, that sounds like something I would love to see alone at night. So I'm going to check that out.
1: I, and I desperately want to watch more of it. Can't watch it alone. I yeah. need somebody here to watch it with me.
0: Um, so, if okay. there are any lovely well, ladies out there that, uh, any lovely ladies
1: in. out there who want to come protect me,
0: um, he needs help at his apartment. He can't, he's having trouble with his clothes. He can't get his, <laughs> uh, his jacket right. And he I can't get
1: my hoodie off working the remote I need, control. I need sartor- sartorial advice <laughs> and, and help watching a TV show. Um, that, that's my, my well, plea for romance right there.
0: I will check that out and I will also, um, I wanna I wanna get I wanna do a deep dive into um into that show also uh in that in the old show you've been watching.
1: The the uh Outer Limits?
0: Outer Limits. I did see a couple episodes recently, I think it was uh, One Step Beyond, which is also another fun show. Oh. A similar kind of show.
1: Oh. Camille Renner says
0: You got somebody who's gonna who's gonna help you through the terror of the of the program. That's very nice.
1: Thank you, Camille.
0: Um. So then, because if you see it, then we could talk about it. So we need to see. We need to get to see it. Um. Maybe we could break our movie thing and just do. Do No, we can't do it. We can't. Everybody's doing TV. How are we going to binge a whole show and talk about it in a week? We could do this. We could dip in. We could each dip in. To a random show in the middle of a season and pick one middle season show and see if we can figure out
1: what's happening. We could, <laughs> that would be good. We could also, um, that would be fun to like, if we both watched the same episode, like episode 13 of a very complicated series where we didn't know any of the people. Yeah. And we had to theorize as to what was going yes. on with- and
0: then you know if there if there were people that were uh watching they could they and they'd seen the show they could make fun of us yeah. in real time as we tried to
1: figure that out but uh, you know there there's a show that we could talk about which is um the the twilight zone we could do uh we could do a, a month of the twilight zone at some time where we did four episodes four episodes a night i would totally be down for that because they're only a half hour long and we could pit we could yeah. cover 16 episodes of the twilight zone that month. would be that would be great idea i i'm 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 excited about that okay and the twilight zone is there are some exceptional people on there and some iconic it's, episodes it's
0: a classic show it's it's great even the even the not great shows are, are great to watch
1: yeah because the whole and, vibe it creates such a great vibe and then after that we can do a month of I Dream of Genie and Bewitched. <laughs> I don't know if
0: those are you legally allowed to even get those shows anymore. I don't know <laughs> I don't if those know. are available for watching.
1: Um so, uh anything else we can talk about um to fill this hour without having to talk about uh the movie?
0: Oh, well, you know, I do have plenty of notes. I think we can we can dive in and talk about the movie i don't know if i have anything else to discuss i mean i mean of course this is a movie podcast show we could mention the oscars which i did not watch except for a couple of clips um i don't know if you want to get into that um
1: Um, i just heard it was a slap happy good time
0: mm. um yeah uh yeah mom was watching and she i wasn't i don't partake Uh, I didn't watch either. And she called, but I did say I'd like to be updated if anything happens. And so she did call in the middle of it and said, well, something, something happened. This is unbelievable. (laughs) Incredible. (laughs) You have to check it out. So uh, I was able to flip over to YouTube and it was there right away. And I got to see the slap.
1: They're doing what they can to bring slapstick back.
0: You know, you know, the boost ratings any way you can. The show is dying and people need to tune in. Yeah. Did they film that at a Ramada Inn lounge?
1: <laughs> I don't Where know. I, that? I not only did I not watch the Oscars, I haven't even watched the 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 slap clip
0: yet. Oh, really? OK, well, you're well out of it. You're uh, well out of, of the whole thing. Um, the only thing I, worse than the slap itself was the, it's been the conversation about it honestly it's just i'm so tired of,
1: of all of well that. the only i had a conversation i had one conversation about it with a friend who was saying people in hollywood are just crazy and i said whoa whoa hold on hold on a second guys do that happens eight thousand times a night at a local bar somebody says don't you talk about my and belts them yeah
0: that's it, yeah. you
1: know the fact that he did it it's not that that alone is not like what's amazing is that that to somebody like will smith the oscars is like going to the local bar
0: <laughs> you know yeah, that's but pretty there's no, aw- pretty there's no
1: yeah. awareness that hey wait a minute i'm in front of the whole world right now maybe i should cool my jets for a moment
0: Maybe it's COVID. But, COVID or lockdown maybe brain, yeah.
1: lockdown brain, or maybe that's what got him more upset was thinking, you know, if he dissed my wife uh, in a parking lot, I might be able to walk away. But he just dissed my wife in front of 18 billion people.
0: I always find it funny. But the great thing is, though, that Will Smith is a pretty funny guy or he used to be anyway. And um, yeah, you'd think you'd be able to come up with a retort that was cutting enough. I mean, there's plenty he could say about Chris Rock. I'm sure it's just the fact that he, <laughs> the way that he decided to go, it was just a long, protracted moment, which you'll see at some point. It's very, it's, it's very, um, you know, he he calmly walked up to the stage, which was interesting, and calmly walked back to his seat,
1: calmly walked up and belted somebody in the face. Well, he would and- seem
0: to be repre- like holding in a lot of anger as he walked, but he but he gathered himself and he slowly, you know calmly approached the stage he didn't he didn't bum rush the stage and try to attack him he calmly kind of gentlemanly walked up and slapped him in in it was a hard slap but it was almost victorian there was a very kind of interesting uh,
1: because you know i'm i'm putting my lawyer hat on i i know this doesn't look like a lawyer hat lawyers on the weekend
0: definitely wear hats like that wear
1: hats like this but you know i i play a lawyer on television sometimes and i am one and uh All the time. As a prosecutor, I would love that. Because as a defense lawyer, you're going to say, the guy insulted his wife, and in the heat of the moment, he he slapped him. And I'd say, can we go to the videotape for a moment, please? And watch as the man calmly gets up out of his seat, walks a long way, slowly, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. climbs up on the stage, and then belts the guy in the face that looks like that does not look like the heat of the moment to me i haven't seen it but the way you're describing it that sounds an awful lot like
0: he had the the time oh he had time to reconsider it
1: he had what they call a cooling off
0: period it took it took like 30 seconds for him to get from his chair to the to walk up to the stage he didn't even have to climb on the stage it was it was basically just floor level he just and chris rock is shorter than him so it didn't (laughs) have you know it wasn't a lot
1: so he was beating up on somebody smaller than him
0: definitely definitely no no diss on on rock rock is a well is a fit person i mean he looks very uh i just don't think he's tall
1: but the thing I'm confused about is there's a lot of talk about like is is Chris Rock gonna press charges? He doesn't have to press charges. The district attorney can all by himself. You don't you don't have to press charges in a crime. Assault is a crime.
0: Yeah, it's a crime. You could get arrested.
1: No. I, yes, I, I realize that. I realize if it that. happened on the street corner, you'd
0: get arrested. Or you'd just be like, it'd be over and everybody would just go home and forget about it, which is what everybody should do. <laughs> it's just, you know, I mean, it's ridiculous. It's a slap in the face. It, it was, it's, you know, it doesn't I have thought to come a- You know,
1: <clears throat> it was a real slap in the face. It was <laughs> real.
0: Really, it was. Yeah. Anyway, everybody's talking about this. We're now we're talking about it. Let's let's talk about something else. Let's talk about a movie. Okay, and is there fantasy. any other
1: is there any other movie we can talk about?
0: Um yeah, there's probably hundreds of thousands of other films we could discuss,
1: but we said we were going to discuss this one, so I guess I guess it has fallen to us to uh, to talk about it.
0: Hey, so, listen. Who's you want You want to uh,
1: you want to go you want to get
0: like heavy on, on on a Thomas Carter movie you go right on ahead
1: well even thomas carter doesn't he he knows this movie's not good i believe i'm i'm
0: i'm i don't want to argue with you i, I don't believe, think i don't want to argue about Tom, this because i don't think we're going to argue about the movie i'm just no, saying and, like, I,
1: and i believe that thomas carter knows it's not good because he's sp- he spent time and energy blaming other people for how it came out
0: that doesn't mean he wants us to sit and talk about how bad it is though that doesn't He's, mean the same.
1: It doesn't mean that. Thomas, if 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 you give me a call right now, and my phone is here, if you give me a call right now, it, I'll give you a couple of minutes to call me and tell me you're going to hire me. I'll keep my trap shut.
0: If anybody's listening and doesn't know who Thomas Carter is, Thomas Carter directed the movie we're talking about tonight. He's also a, a very well-respected and constantly working television director and i love his work i love his work and adam has worked
1: with him and and i know everybody has phenomenal things to say about him and i I have nothing but respect for him um we've all done movies and and plays and television shows that didn't turn out well right and 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 how do you feel about
0: it when when somebody else does a a podcast about your bad thing and talks about it (laughs) 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 <laughs> and acknowledges it as bad. Do you what like is, that, or do you? Or if mean,
1: somebody <laughs> does a podcast about my bad thing, <laughs> whatever somebody, it might be, whatever that would do a podcast about my bad thing,
0: whatever that might be, um <laughs> you know, and that doesn't, you know, just because you agree doesn't mean you're like, yeah, go to talk. About, let's. He probably would rather we forget
1: okay. it and not well, talk about it. Then let me put it this way. If we're gonna instead talk about how wonderful this movie is, this is gonna be a very short show. Good night. <laughs> we'll see you. It's next wonderful week. to see you. Um.
0: Um. So, listen, have you really heard interviews with Carter disavowing this movie?
1: No, but I read things where he said it was it was, you know, the Eddie Murphy and the bad language that caused it to get an R rating, which is why it didn't do well. And um, I might, and I
0: might disagree. I, and
1: that. I would also say that I think there's a lot that went wrong with this movie that I would not lay at the feet of Thomas Carter. Oh, God,
0: I don't think look, if you I don't think to there's add- anything
1: wrong with this movie. That I, I think they the I think they invited Carter. him to the set.
0: Yeah. I think that's what happened. I think they let Thomas Carter come to the set and they had a chair for him. Yeah. And occasionally he would be allowed to like do stuff like talk to the actors. But most of the time, the studio was probably, you know, creating this experience.
1: Yeah. We should we should quickly tell people what this movie
0: is about. Um, You all know what it's about. You've seen you. We've all seen this.
1: You've seen this. That's the problem with the movie is that you, you've seen this movie 8,000 times.
0: It is literally a, a rom-com this in terms of it's like this kind of action cop movie yeah. is the same ideas as the rom-com in a, in a certain way, it's just it's everything clicks into place. There's yep. no, you're not surprised at any moment. No, no, there is
1: a bad guy. There is a cop. Who's
0: really good at
1: his job. Who's a little obsessive
0: about his job. Yeah, and
1: really good at it.
0: But he has a thing about saving people.
1: Yeah, and then there's a bad guy.
0: Mm -hmm. Who's really bad. Who's really, really bad. He's not just a bad, like a a criminal, but he's also a bad person. He's a bad
1: person aside from being a killer Mm -hmm. and a criminal. Guess what? It gets personal. It gets personal because he kills the good guy, the cop's partner and friend um which m- creates a situation in which we actually have this line in the movie which it what astounded me because I've never heard this concept before this would be an interesting thing i'd like to see this this idea explored more in other movies where the the wonderful police the main character where the wonderful police uh police officers commanding officer said to him says to him you know damn well i can't put you on the case you're too close to it yeah It this I is have said, never heard anything like that in my life
0: said in the in the yeah i think i know the executive who wrote this script or rewrote it his name is todd and he worked in the dumbo wing in the late 90s i think i know who he was
1: you know damn well I can't put you on the case, you're too close to it. If is, I was writing a manual on how to write a bad cop movie that is that Tom line would be or
0: it. Brad in the Dumbo Wing at Touchstone, <laughs> writing that for you for your movie before they take you out for sake drinks. Yeah. At the volcano bar. And I'm then not there are kidding. other
1: things like um They go to see the bad guy before we know he's the really, 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 really bad guy. Um, The two of them drive to the apartment building and Eddie Murphy's partner says, uh, I have to go see this guy before we go to the the basketball game we're going to go to. And Eddie Murphy's like, do you need me to come up with you? No, I'm just going to chat with him for a minute. No, I'm just going to go make a police call alone. Without
0: my partner for absolutely no reason. Right.
1: And then the sequence starts with the, the partner going into the apartment building, cut back to Eddie Murphy at the car partner, getting on the elevator, cut back to Eddie Murphy at the car. And you sitting there watching this and you're thinking, Hmm. I wonder if the partner is going to die now. Yeah. You're wondering if the partner's <laughs> going to die. You're also go
0: every time you see the partner, you're going, I, but, but I wonder what Eddie Murphy's doing in the car. Cut back to that. And they cut back to it. And he's, he's sitting in the car. You're yeah. Like, oh, I guess he's still in the
1: car. He's still in the, well, you know what? No, but there's a good reason why he's sitting in the car though. Maybe you didn't pick up on this. You didn't pick up on that? Well, he's in the car
0: because then if he wasn't, he'd save, he'd help save his partner. There you go. That's the right?
1: reason he's in the car. Because yeah. if he was with him, then his partner wouldn't get killed. And why would we be Folks,
0: it's that movie. kind of movie. We haven't even set it up properly. Eddie Murphy plays a hostage negotiator working for the San Francisco Police Department. Um, we meet him uh, as he is driving to a uh, the scene of an act of crime where Donald Logue is holding up a bank. Um, not a bad job from Donald Logue.
1: Donald Logue, one of the two good things in this movie, right? In my Donald,
0: Donald Logue. I think there are th- more than two. I would okay. actually argue that there are more than two. Okay. Because I think that uh, Art Evans oh, is the joy in everything that he ever did.
1: Yeah, I'll go with that. There's a, actually there's him. more than two good there's things. Some there. good actors, right? Yeah.
0: I mean, I, I think. Uh, um, well, I like I like Wincon. I do like Michael Wincott and I like Paul Ben Victor And it. I think there's well there's I have problems.
1: nothing but lo- love for Paul Ben Victor. He's great. He's great. Have and he's wonderful in this. He is
0: really good in it. Have you worked with him? No. Um, I would love to work with him. He works a lot, that guy. He's really good. Um, so I think there are good things, but you know, um, something something uh something went wrong because the, the funny thing is. The thing that's wrong with it really isn't that you've seen it all before, because we've talked about a bunch of movies on this podcast, even where it's really just a rehash of something. It's the same thing you've seen before, but just kind of done with style or fun or something committed, you know, and that's just not happening here. It's not.
1: No, there's a way to do formula. Well, like like when we talked about um, uh, Silverado. Good point. We we actually talked about all of the things in Silverado that they cram in there from every, every Western. We have a poster for yeah. sale called it, things that are in Silverado. Yeah. And and yet it's great because they they know they're doing it and they're 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 bringing joy to the process.
0: They know they're doing it and they actually love the things they're referencing rather than just using them as a crutch to get through yet another screenplay. You know, I mean, it, it really, it's really incredible. It's really incredible how they have so much going for this in terms of what could have been a comedy and how they decided to steer into supposed seriousness with this. Yep. You've got Eddie Murphy in the lead who I know was trying, I guess, at a certain point in his career to do drama, you know, action drama roles and kind of keep up with the, action stars which i don't think he that wasn't his thing i don't think he needed to do that he's not really good at that stuff no, he's he's not he's, bruce, he's a not genius bruce but he's not bruce willis No, he doesn't have the physicality that that kind of stuff needs he looked awkward doing the action stuff and i don't mean to diss him because i love eddie murphy but if they had this if they'd no, i i all right, well you can see, I I love him. I
1: think that in the I, right time and right place he is he is yeah. genius. I still have he walked out when dad won his Oscar. I I hold a grudge. I'm okay. Old Testament. What can I tell you? I'm Old but Testament. Guess what?
0: Your Old Testament? Guess what? Dad we won. <laughs> so <laughs> it doesn't matter. It makes me
1: happy. <laughs> yeah okay yeah. yeah there you go all right go i
0: mean ahead. this got him this got eddie murphy so upset that he had to he had to vendetta send a gift to like an 80 year old man on a set like like what take it easy yeah but this doesn't mean i don't love. i mean i do i do i do love eddie murphy and you know and- I, call,
1: I called dad the next day um and i said to to congratulate him and i said to him i said hey listen um be careful opening that gift package from Eddie Murphy, and he said, "How did you know?" And I said, "What do you mean? How did I know?" He said, "A gift package just arrived from Eddie Murphy." I was like, "Really?" Because I was making a joke. Yeah. And a, and a package had just arrived from Eddie Murphy, well, congratulating I, him.
0: I was there when he got the package. Oh, you were there? Yes, I was in the trailer, <laughs> on the set when it arrived.
1: Oh, that's a riot.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it was
0: it was the it was a box about three and a half, four feet tall.
1: Oh my god. But that what dad said, yeah, it looked like it had a bunch of stuff that he'd gotten from other people like things that he'd been gifted it from was, other it people. Was a,
0: it was well it was a lot, it was obviously re-gifted stuff, but it also it also may have may have been like it looked like an assistant may have run down to a ninety-nine cent store right. and just grabbed whatever was like quickly yeah. available we've
1: got to apologize quick. yeah
0: yeah <laughs> um it wasn't like there was swag in there from movie stuff right it wasn't like that kind of regifting it was literally like a pair of plastic slippers for the shower Somebody went to big
1: lots yeah literally
0: <laughs> like a like a placemat like crazy what <laughs> it's true it happened
1: was there ugly? <laughs> and- snuggly Was there snuggly in there?
0: There may have been. I I don't know. There was a dish towel. He, you know, I mean, (laughs) I gotta say, as a vendetta, it was one of the funniest things I've ever seen. So, like, I hope that this was intentional, intentioned as funny.
1: Irony, yeah.
0: Yeah, you know, I mean, because they said you have to send a gift, and he was probably like, I'll send a gift. (laughs) I'll send the crap. And he did, you know, (laughs) it's pretty funny. Oh my god! But uh, you know, Dad won, so whatever. Um. Anyway, yeah. Um. But I, I like Eddie Murphy, and and I, I guess did. my point before we completely derailed was that <laughs> I was I'm a little surprised now that with him and Rappaport involved, and even Wincott, who can go to camp, you know, evil very easily if he wants to. Yeah. That they didn't decide to make this just go for a comedy here, because they were
1: almost halfway there. Yeah, you know. Um, well let let, let's go. There's some good stuff, and and should we? I think I feel like we should start with the bad stuff. Yes, and then go to wrap up with the good stuff, so So. we we end on a positive note. So some of the bad stuff is, um, we've we've got San Francisco car chases now. We've already had bullet. Yeah. I was like, bullet. This is
0: not, I have We've already had
1: freebie in the bean. With Freebie and the bean came. We've had the streets of bullet San
0: Francisco, which was a TV the- show that did the same yeah. stuff.
1: And it just doesn't. Uh, sorry. It doesn't cut it. First of all, there are times in the scene with the cable car where you can see the rubber tires on the cable car. No, it's not. Um, it's if you're gonna do a car chase in san francisco after bullet and after freebie and the bean you've got to bring it you better not do it really
0: it's it's advisable just not to do it but if you're gonna do it don't do this because here's the you know you've mentioned a couple things and blown by them in this description that i had to do a full stop at like action scene on a trolley car have you ever have you ever been on a trolley car? They go three miles an hour? There's nothing exciting about this at all. It's really like they'd never been to San Francisco and it did feel didn't it like they weren't in San Francisco?
1: Yeah, even this, though they were. you could tell it, they were because of the hills well, in some and the of the bridge. but but I mean like yeah, but
0: but only once in a while it felt more like that like the the room the the San Francisco from that movie The room than any other yes. San Francisco yeah.
1: Uh, They did have a couple of shots in the car chase, which were like, well, they did this shot in bullet and it was, you know, the the, car up in the air. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, yeah, but it's and they do it on the same hill. It's the same shot because you can only
0: get some of these shots from this from one angle legally, probably. So that's why you see that same car jump in every san francisco car movie and it gets a little dull i mean look i think there's something we're we're missing here though there's a great meta thing happening and that is that they actually got michael rapaport to do for real what he auditioned to do for tj hooker in the movie true romance which is incredible incredible and I don't know if it's on purpose or not, or if it's actually... What are you, what, what are you talking about here? In the movie True Romance, Michael Rappaport plays an out-of-luck actor. And we meet him in an audition where he's auditioning for a bit role on the T.J. Hooker show. Okay. And it's a really funny scene in, in True Romance. We don't really know who this guy is yet. he's Clarence's friend. And he's auditioning, and he's the worst actor that you've that's ever been he can't do anything he can't deliver a line and so the setup is he's like okay teach you're driving a car and a tj hooker is on the hood of your car and just improvise go and and so he's like get him get him it's get it it's absolutely hysterical i mean i'm not doing it justice <laughs> And that literally happens in this movie. There's somebody on the hood of his car, and there's cutaways to him, like in bad TJ Hooker mode, going
1: get him. <laughs> I oh mean, I, I almost died. But I think that Michael I think Rappaport is he's what made the movie for me more than anything. He's great, man. Yeah. I mean, he really he he
0: took it seriously, he gave it his all. He I I think if you know his work, this was actually kind of a it was a bit of a surprise for me because he's so good at playing kind of like down and out, scruffy guys who you know aren't very bright. You know, he he's, mm-hmm. he plays characters like that a lot. Did you see him and in the
1: TV series Public Morals? I never caught Public Morals. I didn't one season, man, and he was spectacular in it.
0: I've always liked him. And he's, uh, he's, he's just so good, man. He he took his, he took it seriously. And, and um he, he like clearly went to, went to training, like when he has to go into a uh, commando mode, you know, and yep. do the sniper stuff. Cause he plays a sniper in the movie who has, it was his new partner for Eddie Murphy and right. eventually has his back at the end, believe it or not. And uh, he does a good job with that stuff.
1: Yeah. Also real life hero, by the way. I don't know if you know this. Well, Rappaport is a fire department guy, right? Is he in the fire department? Uh, No. Well, he might be. But the real life hero is he was on an American Airlines flight where a passenger freaked out and started trying to open an emergency door. And he He stopped it. He stopped it from happening wow good for it him could have been very bad if the emergency door I, my i i'm not a pilot uh and i've never played one on tv but mm-hmm. my understanding is that opening a door mid-flight can be bad thanks for the tip <laughs> so don't thank you do for it. telling me now i could have done this at any
0: time <laughs> over the years god um I've gotta
1: get out
0: yeah so good job uh, there rap good there good job in this movie um, I'm gonna say there's uh what's your favorite scene in the movie? Do you have a legitimate scene that you thought was actually a scene you liked? Do I have a favorite
1: scene? Um
0: unironically.
1: Um there's unironically, plenty- yes. Um my favorite scene in the movie, and this this sort of relates back to the TV series that was freaking me out. When they kept screwing with us with um uh, what was the actor's her, name? Her closing
0: the, mir- the, the her mirror. The opening
1: and closing the mirror, and and I every time she's standing in the bathroom and she walks up to the mirror and looks at herself, and we've already seen like that the floor is a little wet, and we know the, the POV shots from outside her apartment. And then this shot of her walking up to the mirror and opening the, the door, medicine cabinet, and, and you and you're just know it. when she closes the medicine cabinet that we're going to get the scare of the guy behind her. And they do it a couple of times, and it, and they trick us. Yeah. And I thought, okay, that's witty. They actually what? trick
0: us three times because they do it twice with the mirror, and then the camera turns, and you think he's going to be in the hallway. Then right, and there's nobody down there either. So that okay, was smart. and now
1: see. If we get, if we want to really get into this, that's, that's Thomas Carter. Oh,
0: without a doubt. There's other things that are Thomas Carter that I saw for, for real. Cause there are, there are interspersed in this ridiculous script, right. Uh-huh. In this ludicrous plot, there are well-chosen actors in the smaller roles. Yep. And when they get to do a scene where they're just talking like human beings and Eddie Murphy's not there star tripping. Yeah. It actually is great. Yeah. Case in point, uh, I think there's a really excellent scene in the middle of this movie that looked like it was from, you know, from uh, some other movie that we covered. Look looked a little bit like Light Sleeper. And it was the scene where um, the cop who's about to die, Art Evans, goes and visits Wincotta at his apartment before he dies. Mm-hmm. and he goes up to the apartment and he he's casing the joint he's got some questions he's, he thinks this guy might be a suspect and Wincott has a whole persona that he's created I guess to live in this apartment to be this person that he's not yeah and that's a really nervy scene and they're both great in it that was a really well done scene and then it drops back into like hackney Hollywood screenwriting and and silliness so but that, yeah. that, that was a great scene and the scene um
1: so thomas if you're listening i want you to pay attention here we we love your work in this movie it's everything else we have a problem with
0: i uh you know i don't know i don't know what you can do in 97 with with the eddie murphy movie and all those studio executives i don't know what you're gonna do um Um, i have a list of problems i'm not done with the things i like there, there is something i like but then maybe this can lead right into the problems because this is kind of both. I loved the, the test that Eddie Murphy gives Rappaport with the Coke bottle. Yes, that was really good. Which is a nice thing that he sets up a little puzzle for him as this newbie. Yeah. And he he gives him a Coke bottle with like a pen cap in it, an empty Coke bottle. And he says, "Your job is to figure out how to get this pen cap out of this Coke bottle without touching the Coke
1: bottle, and without breaking. Yeah, and without, without breaking. breaking. It.
0: Yeah." <laughs> and um, several scenes later, Michael Rapport shows him. He says, "I figured it out." And he kind of passes this test, and they kind of bond about that a little bit. And the way that he passes the test is really cool. He by pour he pours water into the coke bottle and the
1: the the cap rises to the top and he just takes it out exactly. and he's like great you did he, a good job. And it's a great he, character he, uh, illustration too that he's not just a guy from SWAT who can solve problems by shooting them. No, he's uh, he, exactly. He's smart yeah. he can use his brain but it's
0: also a philosophy that Eddie Murphy's trying to get across to him which is non-violence which is you don't break the bottle. You right. have to do this in a way with the least possible amount of damage. Okay, so this is like this this kind of like Karate Kid moment almost yeah where you're like ah oh, how interesting there's a philosophy here we're gonna we're gonna play out it's like nope they're gonna no. break that bottle that it's like shatter yeah. it completely yeah.
1: throw it against the wall he's like good you it, learned that it, lesson now let's go never, break some bottles we're never gonna reference it again yeah um, there was also another nice thing um, in the writing which was the misdirect about the character Troy where Eddie Murphy is uh, in love with this woman at the beginning of the movie. And we find out that she's a reporter and we find out that they used to be together, but now she's going out with a baseball player. Um, but they used to be together and he's talking about Troy and she's saying, well, you haven't come to visit him and he gets disappointed. And you think, Oh God, they had a kid together. And you're thinking it's a kid, and then he shows up at her apartment, and it turns out it's the dog. And you're like, mm-hmm. oh, it was a nice little misdirect. It was a nice misdirect.
0: It's too bad they that they didn't get the memo that Eddie Murphy clearly doesn't like animals. <laughs> because yeah. Because the relationship was clearly strained.
1: Yeah. Um, so, um, oh, you know, a couple of things we didn't talk about that we usually talk about is, did you have any relationship with this movie before we watched it?
0: No, I'd never seen it before. Meaning I I vaguely remembered the post. We
1: watched it because Peter Stray recommended. Yeah,
0: friend of the show and friend of mine, Peter Stray.
1: Not anymore.
0: uh, Oh no, he's fully in on this. He he would agree. I'm sure. I'm I'm coming for you, Peter. Oh, this has got some fun. I mean, this is this is this is cheeky as he would say a cheeky film.
1: Cheeky film. No, and I love Peter. It's not actually a complaint. This
0: was a lot of fun. I mean, I, I did enjoy myself.
1: Referencing our show last week. Um, you know who loved this movie or did? I don't know that loved it, but had good things to say about it. Um, Eddie Murphy, your very good friend, Roger Ebert,
0: Roger Ebert liked it. Uh, well, you know, um, I don't know why he did, but he
1: says the big action scenes are cleverly staged and Eddie Murphy is back on his game again with a high energy performance and crisp dialogue that's wrong he saw something else
0: that's not true he no. saw the go- he saw the golden child actually yeah. and mistook it
1: yeah no, Stephen he's Holden wrong. from the new york times Stephen holden from the new york times hated it
0: well uh once once in a while i agree with a critic and uh, i agree with the holden on that but yes. man. I mean, I didn't hate it. I, I enjoyed it. It's it's ridiculous. It's a ridiculous movie. It's a perfect, you know what this is a perfect hotel room movie. Is there a better movie for your hotel room stay when you're like doing a couple of days on a show in you know in Atlanta or Toronto? Um this is what you see. Okay. okay. So those, those are the good, those are the good things. The bad things, I'm gonna start off with this. This is the worst display of cooking I've ever seen in a movie. Please don't go to Tahiti. Take some cooking classes. You don't taste salad dressing like soup. He's making it like a gazpacho. I don't know what... I don't think he's ever touched food before. (laughs) It's the same thing when, like, Tom Cruise does something normal, like eat a sandwich in a movie. He would, like, use a knife and fork... He wouldn't quite know how a sandwich works, cause yeah, that's done for. I don't somebody does sandwich.
1: Yeah, well, in in uh, in War of the Worlds, when he he just makes a peanut butter sandwich, he doesn't make a peanut. He's never butter heard of
0: hummus. Sandwich. He never doesn't yeah. know what hummus is. No. Um, uh, what else? Because
1: I have a list. I have one, two, three, four, five. I have. A, I'm I looking
0: have... at a list too.
1: Yeah, there's okay. nothing but
0: list. I mean,
1: <laughs> what? what
0: what do we say do we do we want to say um i i don't know where where do you begin on your list go ahead why don't you take well i begin
1: with how does the bad guy know that eddie murphy has a girlfriend to terrorize well, why wouldn't he oh right okay sorry I he's,
0: mean, he's like when i get guy. out of, I, 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 get,
1: I get out of prison and i go i escape from prison and go straight to your girlfriend's house
0: I think you know we can assume that he he did some he had some friends in prison do a little searching out he did a little research.
1: So it's you know. not the 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 girlfriend of cops directory that he looked. For?
0: Maybe it's that I don't know. It's the Thomas Guide. I don't know. Um,
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the top, the Ross report of, of <laughs> cops girlfriends.
0: <laughs> um, I, I, you know, I.
1: City. I have, uh, here's a little detail. You're a woman who care and you care a lot about your appearance. You're a, you're a TV reporter and very fashionable. And by accident, you're making a, you're making a spaghetti sauce. And by accident, you, you get a lot of the spaghetti sauce on your shirt. So you have to go change your shirt. Right. So you walk into your bedroom and you take off the shirt that is covered in spaghetti sauce and you toss it on your bed yeah does that happen
0: um it does it does it doesn't not happen in san francisco (laughs) anything can happen matthew crazy things happen but i mean this is this is the same thing where like at the end of the movie they're they're wrapping things up and they're gonna go to tahiti right and you think everything's safe and they're gonna take this trip to tahiti she's like oh i'll be right back he's packing the car they've got their luggage done she's a professional photographer yes professional she's like oh
1: one second I'm just gonna go upstairs and get my cameras yes and the reason we're getting out of town one of the reasons we're getting out of town is because the guy who wants to kill you has escaped from prison yeah so why don't you run alone up to the apartment and get your camera yeah
0: he's he actually made... he 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 this character constantly does the wrong thing. Yeah. Constantly. He's just never there when, when, when people need
1: him. Okay. And then right after that moment, so she's attacked, brutal attack in the apartment. And the next scene is the two of them out for a lovely dinner?
0: At a yeah, that's what event. I was gonna say. Like she is, she is, she is strangled nearly to death in a, in a home invasion. It's it's scary, and she's almost killed. And and you know Eddie Murphy saves the day at the last minute, chases the guy down. The guy is killed mid chase. It's a brutal evening. It's horrible. Cut to the fanciest date dinner you've ever seen, and it's smiles and candlelight and like.
1: Well, Tony, clearly this illustrates why your dating life didn't go as smoothly as it could have. When a woman is brutalized, nothing cheers her up more than dinner at a a fancy French restaurant.
0: Yeah, it was incredible how how quickly they got over this. (laughs) It's incredible how quickly he got over the death of his partner it's incredible yeah. how little she cared about the death of his partner. Like yeah. the, that part of this movie is kind of, uh, it's kind of creepy. It's a little emotionally disconnected. Yeah. Um, I mean, the, 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 the murders don't seem to impact anybody. Um, and, uh, you know, I mean, I laughed a lot, but not so much that I say, like, you had to see it, you kept to see it to believe it. You can believe it. You're just like, I'd rather not believe it. But I don't have a choice.
1: Do you have more things on the list of things that went wrong?
0: Well, you know, does a police captain in San Francisco actually have a seven foot long blue 67 caddy with soft top? Like, is that really what a captain drives?
1: Well, didn't he get it out of uh, the police impound?
0: No, that's the captain's car, apparently. If he oh. takes his keys. Oh, that was funny. I thought um you know, uh I thought the fact that he he does the Indiana Jones stunt twice, it's it's not bad enough that he does the Indiana Jones on the trolley car, right? But then he does it at the truck at the end of the movie. Um good explosions, I will say once they finally like got the pyro guy on set great job it looked like the same guy who did christine i mean that car comes out of that uh warehouse oh on fire a lot of firepower going on i mean there's just like gasoline things exploding and oil cans going off in the air it's it's crazy
1: one little moment i liked was um when eddie murphy goes into the warehouse to confront the bad guy and uh, michael Rappaport is up on the building as uh, doing his sniper style um to cover eddie murphy and eddie murphy wants to know if he's there if he's in position and eddie murphy has his hands up and michael Rappaport says yeah i got you and he puts the red spot from the scope on the back of one of Eddie Murphy's hands so that Eddie Murphy can know that he's there and safe.
0: that, that was really clever. That was very, clever very, touch. very cool. Um, as was the, uh, the little moment, little moment, but, but fun when, um, he's leaving the, the bank that Donald Logan's taken hostage, uh, of in the beginning of the movie. And he can see Log's reflection in the in the bank door as he's yes. leaving and can see when he turns away and knows his moment to turn and shoot him based on that. That was that was cool. That was clever. You know, not well, they didn't I, invent I saw, it, but it was good.
1: Yeah. Well, for the first 10 minutes of this movie, I actually thought we're in for a good ride. It didn't disappoint me right off the bat. It took no. a little while to disappoint me. And then it seemed like about two thirds of the way through it gave up and, and Eddie, Mur- you know, Eddie Murphy started doing the Eddie Murphy stick, which didn't work, you know, the Brit- British accent and we're going to go to Tahiti and all that. and I was like, this, yeah, it's not the same character, dude.
0: It's, it's, uh, it's not what you set out to do. It does seem like he maybe got nervous of the serious cop attitude thing and then try to lighten it up as he went. And it was an odd mix. Um, yeah. Cause it really did. Like, I guess you're right. This, this level of, you know, cop drama, melodrama action, you know, of <laughs> course shit that we've seen a thousand times, like you need to play into that a little bit to carry this off. You you can't joke about it without no. the rest of the movie being in on that joke. I mean, you have to kind of go you have along to commit. you know, and that's why a guy like, you know, you know, like Andy Garcia could have been in this and then it would have been like, you know, like, no, I would take this seriously from the beginning and we're not going to joke around about it. And it probably yeah. would have worked better. Yeah. Um, again, um, no diss on Eddie Murphy. I, I love Eddie Murphy. Just stick to the funny stuff like we like we talked about.
1: So your your how to watch this movie was in a hotel room on location when you're alone in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. My how to watch was while wearing a sleep mask. <laughs> um
0: So be you like the soundtrack, clearly.
1: <laughs> well, Toto.
0: Yeah. Who doesn't like that?
1: Yeah. I mean, uh, it, um, was, it was uh, Steve Porcaro of Toto. How can you not be how can you not win with that?
0: That's a win for everybody. The um what
1: about the double feature
0: for this? I'm gonna say um I want to do something a little bit more esoteric. I want to go with the movie called The Hunter starring Steve McQueen. And Ah. he plays a bounty hunter with a, with a similar problem on his hands um, with a kidnapped girlfriend played by Catherine Ross, I believe. Um, And uh, I think the Hunter is a better
1: movie. Okay. I'll go with that. Totally. I buy that. I went two different directions. One was bullet saying if to make up for what they did to san francisco in this I, movie
0: but the, i don't want bullet to have to hang out with this movie no that's true
1: so the, you'll like my other choice better then
0: Night
1: that? nighthawks
0: perfect <laughs> this is perfect
1: right because the the scene yeah. with the one where where stallone is dressed up as his girlfriend to protect her
0: i love it right i love it so who who are you in the film I am definitely
1: his boring partner who gets killed.
0: (laughs) You're, 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 um, uh, art, uh, who's the, the, wait, the guy, the, wait, his partner or art Evans,
1: um, art Evans who gets killed.
0: Yeah. Art Evans does get killed.
1: Who goes, uh, the, the sort of regular guy, sleepy cop who I'm going to go in here and get killed. You gave yourself a pretty big part. Well, it, it was. It wasn't the size of the role. It was the. Oh no! It had nothing to do with it. Had nothing to do with the size of the role. It was the the Shlom the Shlomo who gets killed.
0: Am I the toilet attendant? Who am
1: I? No, you're Paul Ben Victor. Oh, like I'm Paul Ben. V- oh, you give me a, part, a big part. Okay. And you, I think you would play the shit out of that role. I
0: would definitely get the audition for that role. Yeah, sure. and
1: you'd be great in that role
0: well you you in my version get the um get the best uh the best line um because your part is the prison guard who doesn't notice that Wincott is escaping prison because he's on the phone on the worst improv I've ever heard saying well if it's not here by five it's not my problem don't talk to me about Mitch I'll tell you about Mitch that's his improv and I thought that would be a role for you i thank you very much i'm the wine merchant i'm the guy he buys wine from in the middle of the movie so that's where we are
1: (laughs) oh my gosh see that that guy the the prison guard was trying to channel, oh, now I'm blanking on his name. God
0: oh, he's so trying to do Dan Hidea from. Dan, uh, that's
1: what I was saying. He's trying to do Dan Hidea yeah, from, from D- Joe versus from the volcano. Versus yeah. volcano. Yeah. I'm not arguing that. I'm not with arguing that with that. I know he, he can
0: get the job, but can he do, can the, he job? do the job?
1: I did not, not say that.
0: I did not. I'm not saying that to you. I'm not <laughs> arguing that with you. I am not arguing. If I had
1: that said that, I would have been wrong. <laughs> <That's> so good. <laughs> one of the great <laughs> scenes. That's one of my favorite scenes in movie history. I
0: do love that. Yeah.
1: Um. Okay. So, and what else do we have? What would I didn't come up with any sequel for this. I couldn't come up with a name for a sequel for this movie.
0: With a, a name for a sequel, um,
1: yeah. What would we call the sequel to this movie? Uh, oh. <laughs> I don't know. Never mind. Well, I think some this, re- I
0: don't know. How about
1: recasting? Who would you recast in Eddie Murphy's role? I lost
0: the will to live. I don't have a recast. Oh, I, I had I,
1: something very specific down for that.
0: I'd like to hear your recasting.
1: Anybody.
0: Okay. That's <laughs> kind of how that. I felt.
1: <laughs> Anybody. It's also him close himself.
0: enough so that almost these people could almost still play these parts. Like, it's yeah. not that far away in a way. And
1: I did come up, I think, with an interesting guy, uh, an interesting actor for the bad guy. Yeah. Killian Murphy. Oh,
0: okay. Great. He he That's... he has a similar win count, but he could yeah. go win count. Yeah.
1: I think he'd be really good.
0: I must say that seeing michael wincott um that was kind of cool because i hadn't seen him in a long time and i forgot what a great villain he he was you know i didn't i don't think i gave him the the respect he deserved at the time when i was a a young moviegoer he was a great he was a great and very commanding film presence in the 90s don't you think
1: you know i'm not familiar with him
0: oh really he played villains in a lot of really uh, interesting movies um. So yeah, that's it. Oh, I will say, okay, this gets the word for the some stupidest sound effect I've I have ever heard in in my life. <laughs> okay. Um. Okay, they think someone's broken in. The dog is missing. Their word. There's a tense moment where they're looking for the dog, and he pulls his gun because he thinks someone's broken into her apartment. They haven't. And she's like, "Oh, why did you pull your gun?" And he's like, oh, "I'm just a little nervy." And he like kind of slowly reholsters his gun and he slowly puts his gun back in and they literally put a whoosh. They put a swoosh sound effect as he puts slowly puts his gun back in its holster. I was like, are you? Wow. Now, I don't know if that's supposed to be funny. Who thinks they're a comedian?
1: But that happened. Well, I guess there's nothing more to say about Oh, well, I have one other question. Uh huh. Actually, uh, the title of this movie is Metro. It is, yeah, you are correct. And what Met Metro? It's a city police department. Oh. So this movie is a portrait of what it's like to be on a big in any city. any any big city any, police department in America. Yeah, yeah, Metro. So it's like a yeah. It's like a slice of life. It's, well, it's that a, would be the sequel to this movie. The sequel to this movie should be Metro North, and it's yes, about a, a what conductor. It's like, what it's on like to the, be a subway, the Harlem line. train?
0: Can, yeah, okay, yeah.
1: The Harlem line from Scarsdale yeah. to to Manhattan.
0: Yeah. Um, they did that they did taking a pelham one two three already they could just do that yeah that was a good movie that is a good movie well the first one the The remake is less less good
1: yeah the the book spectacular
0: um so i don't have anything to say about that yeah i didn't have much to say about this i mean again i i i feel like it's weird with these movies, either that we have a conversation about them. Or we don't, I can't tell which ones are gonna like fire us up or not. I had a fine time with this, but um it didn't make me crazy to discuss it.
1: No. And yet I had a great time talking to you.
0: Well, I like seeing you very much. I like the hat. I love the disc I love the discussion. I love some human contact in my life. I find to be important. You're the guy. You're the only one. So thank you for this hour (laughs) of human contact I get. Um,
1: Yeah. And and thank you to the huge audience out there listening and joining us. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, Oh, I do have a question. Has any cop
0: ever been less concerned with losing his gun than than Eddie Murphy in this movie? Oh, no. No. It's like, all oh, right. I need my gun. Oh, I guess I lost my gun. And Michael Rapport's like, here, take my extra one. It's like, yeah, oh, thanks. Like, I've got s- one. Zero protocols. Oh, the other thing I love, there's a couple of lines I forgot. Okay, for it starts early. Eddie Murphy's going into the bank to approach Donald Logue and they go cut to the snipers up on top. It might be Rapport for all we know. And he says, Right. The sniper goes, What makes a guy do that? <laughs> it's like he's. I knew we were in trouble right away. One hostage out, 17 to go. That's another good line.
1: Uh, yeah.
0: Scott, you can't save everyone. She said that to him and that, his girlfriend. That was good.
1: Well, that's important
0: I, I, to know. My final is after kicking the villain in the face, Eddie Murphy says, okay, we're going to do this by the book then.
1: <laughs> well, that's an interesting book. Yeah. Yeah, so that's it. That's all I got. All right. Well, well next, next week, we, we've decided we didn't know what we were going to do. We did this <laughs> movie at the suggestion of, of our friend Peter Stray and friend of the show. Um, but we've decided to go with the uh, cop sort of, yeah, we're going to do 90s cop movies that we haven't
0: seen, yeah, right? So that we're actually completely unfamiliar with. So, what, what did
1: we choose for next week? New Jack City from 1991. Directed by the estimable Mario Van Peebles. Yes. And uh, starring Wesley Snipes and Ice T. I can't wait. I've never seen it. I know it's
0: a famous movie.
1: And between the two of them, they wrote a chapter and a half of the book on acting.
0: Yes. And Ice T is so good on these new game commercials. Um, Yeah. I'm anxious to see his whole repertoire at this point
1: yeah so uh join us next week for new jack city and uh like us on uh, every piece of social media there is
0: all of it we'll talk to you you soon